thank you for tuning in to the Streams of Grace broadcast. There are times when we need to hear the word of the Lord to find strategy, comfort, restoration, and hope. Join Linda Brown as she brings you her latest insights and treasures from the word of God. Be strengthened and built up in your faith as you listen to Streams of Grace, where the living waters flow. like to share a word with you today. This word is relating to the parable of the five wise and the five foolish virgins. If there is ever a time that we need to be wise in history, it is at this time. You know, the word says that we're to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And because of what is going on in the earth at this time, we really need to take heed of things that we are saying, things that we are doing, so that we can be wise. We are called to be wise servants of the Lord, wise virgins. What was it about the five wise virgins that allowed them to enter in with the Lord Jesus? I prepared this word quite a wee while ago, and um, I really felt it was time to actually put it on video. So. Please bear with me as I read through the notes that I've prepared ahead of time. And let me just pray. Father, I thank you for your word and I thank you that we hear your voice clearly. I pray that you give us eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Lord Jesus, we are your church. We are your hands. We are your feet. We are your people. Thank you that today we will hear your voice, the voice of a stranger we will not follow. We will not follow or be entertained or drawn away by every wind of doctrine. Father, we thank you that we will stay on track to finish the race with you. It's time to be wise. I was just pondering the other day and this thought came to me. It is not the time or the season to be living vicariously through another person's ministry. It is time to be filling your own lamp up with oil, discovering and building a deep relationship with Jesus, walking in the gifting, calling and grace upon your life. That is quite profound. We need to have our own oil. Let's read Matthew 25, verses 1 to 13. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, thoughtless, without forethought, and five were wise, sensible, intelligent, and prudent. For when the foolish took their lamps, they did not take any extra oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil along with them also with their lamps. While the bridegroom lingered and was slow in coming, they all began nodding their heads and they fell asleep. But at midnight there was a shout, Behold! 
the bridegroom, go out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and put their own lamps in order. I want to read that again. All those virgins got up and put their own lamps in order. It's time to get ourselves ready and in order to be prepared for the Lord, to be prepared to be used by the Lord in this time, in this season. He's coming back for a pure, spotless church without spot or wrinkle. The foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, there will not be enough for us and for you. Go instead to the dealers and buy for yourselves. But while they were going away to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were prepared went in with him to the marriage feast. And the door was shut. Later, the other virgins also came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door to us. But he replied, I solemnly declare to you, I do not know you, I am not acquainted with you. Watch, therefore, give strict attention and be cautious and active, for you know neither the day nor the hour when the Son of Man will come. What a sobering passage of scripture. There's so many instructions within this passage of scripture. We must be prepared ourselves. We have to get our own oil ourselves. Even when someone comes along and says, give me some of yours. That's not even possible. We cannot give the anointing to someone that hasn't paid the price for it. The anointing of God, the anointing oil of the Holy Spirit. It's costly. It costs you everything. It costs you your time. It costs you friends. It costs you relationships. It can cost you everything to follow Christ. There is a cost involved. When the Lord starts to deal with us, during our walk with him. He deals with our character. He deals with our nature. He deals with our flaws. He points out things within us that are not pleasing to him. And it is up to us to, um, what's the word, cooperate with the Lord. It's up to us to cooperate with the Lord, to allow him to shape us, to break us, to mold us, and to conform us into his image. Let me read what the Spirit-filled Bible says regarding this passage. Jesus teaches the necessity of preparedness for his return. He compares the second coming to a joyful wedding procession in which the unprepared cannot participate. The wisdom of the five virgins consists in their taking a supply of oil in their vessels. 
in addition to the oil already in their lamps. So it's being more than filled. It's having extra oil. Thereby, they are prepared for the unexpected delay of the bridegroom. We don't know when he's coming. We just don't know. Only the Father knows the time and the hour. We don't know when the Lord Jesus is coming. There is an implicit association of the bridegroom with Christ as well as the bridegroom's delay. That is the delay of the parousia, that is the arrival and presence of Jesus. The lack of benevolence on the part of the five wise virgins is part of the parable and doesn't need to be pressed into allegorical significance. So in other words, you know, we can say, oh, well, the five wise didn't give away their oil. We're not meant to. We are not meant to give away our extra oil. It is up to each one to get their own oil. We must get our own oil. That comes from spending time with the Lord. It comes with seeking God. It comes with pleasing him. It comes with working on our own salvation with fear and trembling. Our duty is twofold. It's to prepare ourselves for the coming of the Lord so that the Lord will have a church without spot or wrinkle. And we need to be doing our business for the Lord's business when he returns. He should be able to come back at any time and find us doing what he's asked us to do, establish his kingdom on earth. It's our own responsibility as a believer to work with fear and trembling at our own salvation. It's ultimately our own personal relationship with the Lord and our own decisions regarding following the commandments, finding out what our calling is and our willingness to allow the Lord to do the work in us that is necessary for him to use us for his glory. Regardless of our own personal ambitions, we cannot have personal ambition. We have to be dedicated to doing the will of the Father and following Jesus. In the Lord, there is no personal selfish ambition. It's the Lord's one and only desire to draw all men unto him through the salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, we have to die to self, and that hurts. But allow the rock, who is Jesus, to crush us and re rebuild us in his image. We have to decide in our hearts and purpose to allow the Holy Spirit to have his way in us. The Lord has already prepared the path for us to follow. It's our choice to listen to the voice of the Lord and to follow him no matter what the cost. There is always a cost involved. Are we prepared to pay the price? That's what the Lord is asking us today. Are we prepared to pay the price to carry the anointing that destroys the yokes of bondage, that casts out demons, that raises the dead, that heals the sick, that cleanses the lepers, that establishes his kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven? Are we prepared to go when the Lord says go? Are we prepared to say what the Lord would have us say? Jesus, in his walk, offended many people, particularly 
the religious people of the day. It is the desire of the Lord to have one body, one people who are ready and willing to pay the price for their Lord, no matter what the cost. In the parable of the ten virgins, the word trimmed in Strong's Concordance means, this is really, really awesome, I love this, it means to beautify, to arrange, to decorate, to furnish, to embellish, to adorn, and to put in order. So when we're called to trim our lamps, we are called to do all those things for ourselves. It is the bride who makes herself ready. I want you to think about that. It is the bride who makes herself ready. The body of Christ is waiting for the second coming of the Lord. It says the virgins took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. They all had the same lamps. However, some were empty vessels with hardly any oil. And five were prepared because they took the oil in their vessels and they took their lamps also. They had extra. We can also be compared to vessels for the Lord. What is in your vessel? Are you full of the oil? Or have you got the lamp but no oil? The oil is used to light the lamp, to show the way and to let our light shine. What good is it to have a lamp that cannot be lit? What good is it to be in the dark at midnight and have no light to see where we're going? The oil can be likened to the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit. The Old Testament talks about the anointing oil. We are all vessels, but do we have the anointing of the Holy Spirit? When we spend time with the Lord, we carry the power of the Lord within us and the presence of the Lord around us. Do you remember Moses? When his face shone with the glory of the Lord, so much so he had to cover his face up because it was so bright. The Lord is bringing his church to that very place when he is placing an insatiable hunger within the people that they cannot get enough of his presence, the word, and a deep groaning within the spirit. The only thing that matters on this earth is to serve him and to do his will not our will, but his will in our lives. Soon it will be too late to say to someone, please give me your oil. I don't have any, or I'm not quite prepared for this. It is time to be prepared, to be ready, for the Lord is coming for his church, which will be without spot or wrinkle. The Lord is waiting for the day when he will come in his glory. Are we ready for that day? Don't let it be too late. Don't let it be too late. Work on your own salvation. Be ready for the Lord. Don't try to iron the wrinkles out at the last minute. Don't look in the mirror and say, oh, I've got pimples. Oh, I've got dirty clothes. 
Wear your robes of righteousness, which were given to us on the day of our salvation. Wear your spotless white robes of salvation. Repent for sin. Press on and bring in the harvest for the Lord, so that you may want to be one of the virgins who get into the wedding feast. What good are wedding clothes if you can't go to the wedding? Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church in this hour. Wear your clothes of righteousness. Let your light shine forth in this world. Do not be ashamed of the gospel. Jesus said in Matthew 5 verse 14, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it gives light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. We have been given the light of the world, which is Jesus Christ. It is time to prepare, fill our vessels up with oil and let our light shine. Prepare for the wedding and wait with great expectation for the bridegroom. Even if he tarries, be prepared. Only God himself knows the time and the hour. Are you ready? Philippians 2 verse 12, Paul said, Therefore, my beloved, so as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. In Revelations 22, verse 16 to 17, the Holy Spirit and the Bride, the Church, the true Christians say, Come. And let him who is listening say, Come. Let everyone come who is thirsty, who is painfully conscious of the need of those things by which the soul is refreshed, supported and strengthened. And whoever earnestly desires to do it, let him come, take, appropriate, and drink the water of life without cost. It's also Isaiah 55 verse 1. So today, I really believe the Lord is saying it is time to be prepared. So let's pray together. Father, we thank you that we would be counted as one of the wise virgins who were prepared. Lord, help us prepare ourselves. Show us, Holy Spirit, areas in which we need to be prepared. Give us dreams, visions, insight. Give us foresight, Lord. Give us wisdom, liberal wisdom, to know how to prepare to be a wise virgin. Empower us, Lord Jesus. Fill us with your presence. Fill us with your heart for others. Give us the mind of Christ. Renew our minds. Let us be transformed by the renewing of our minds if we are not fully fixed and focused upon you. 
take away those things, Lord Jesus, that you don't want us to have. Your word says that everything that can be shaken will be shaken. So Lord, we give you permission today if there are things that need to be shaken in us or around us, Lord, that you would shake those things that are not of you, that you would shake them, Father, you would break them, Lord, and you would set us free so that we may follow you with clear direction, clear instruction. Help us fill our lamps with oil and more oil. Help us study the word, bring it alive in our hearts, Lord. Bring it alive, bring fresh revelation, Father. We thank you for fresh revelation. Give us eyes to see, give us hearts for others. Give us everything that we need, Lord Jesus, so that we may be prepared to join with you and we will hear your voice. Welcome us in to the wedding feast. Help us prepare to be dressed in the right garments for your wedding feast. Help us be that bride that you are coming for without spot or wrinkle. And Lord, we thank you for the privilege and the honour it is to be one of your children who you love dearly. One of your, one of your bride who you love dearly. And Lord, we thank you, Father, that we will be prepared with extra oil and we will come to meet you when the time is right. And Lord, we look forward to that day with joy and anticipation in our hearts. And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come, Lord Jesus. Father, for those that we know that are not saved, that don't know you, we ask that you would gather them in quickly, Lord. We know the time is short. We know that things are very unsettled in the nations at this time. But Lord, we thank you also that you are in control. We give every care and concern to you right now, Lord. We lay it all on the altar afresh. And we say thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you everything afresh today so that we can be ready to meet with you face to face. Lord, we thank you for the privilege it is in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being here today on Streams of Grace. Please be sure to share, like, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your broadcast so other listeners like you can be encouraged. We really appreciate that effort. We look forward to seeing you soon on the next Streams of Grace broadcast with Linda Brown. Until then, may God bless you.